0: what is going on everyone welcome back to the rbi podcast my name is richie i am your host episode number 17 and will be 2023 season predictions baseball season is finally here in about six hours the games will be getting underway this is going to come out at 7 a.m so six hours this game will be getting underway and uh before before we start like always follow me on instagram twitter tiktok at RBI Pod. i appreciate the love you guys gave me on my otani stuff uh it's by far the best my video has ever done, and the best short that's ever done. Uh, got some comments as well, so I, I appreciate that. I understand that Shohei Otani is a global icon, so I understand why that did well. But if you guys want to keep following me, subscribe to me. Uh, I appreciate all the love I'm getting, and baseball season is going to be a lot of fun, and I hope to enjoy the ride with you. But for now, let's get right into our predictions. Let's go. So to start off, the predictions we're going to do go through the divisions, and then we're going to go to the playoffs, and then do my um my rookie of the year, my um MVP, and my Cy Young. But to start, we're just gonna start with our divisions. I'm gonna start with the NL East, go to the Central, go to the West. We're gonna go one to five. Five to one, I feel like uh no I'm not gonna spend too much time on the last couple teams, so I'm not gonna so I'm gonna put them last. So to start off, we got the NL East coming in first and retaining their title is the Atlanta Braves. Uh, They're the most consistent team in this division for the last 10 to 15 years. Uh, The Mets are very good. So are the Phillies. But they didn't do anything, in my opinion, to overcome the Braves. I think that there will be multiple playoff teams in this division. But I just think the Braves are so consistent that you know what they're getting from them. And in a year where there's a lot of question marks for the Mets and the Phillies and a little bit of the Braves, I'm going to go with the team that has the track record of winning this division. So Atlanta Braves are my first team in the NL East. Next up, we got the New York Mets. A lot of questions with this team with like injuries and age and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, this team is very talented, super talented, and a second place finish in this division for the second year might be a 100-win team. Um, they got a good lineup. They got a quality roster, quality bullpen, quality starter, so the Diaz loss Hurts, and it probably cost them the, the division because it's going to be that tight, I feel like, but the Mets, I believe, and I think they're a playoff team. They are a playoff team in this prediction. So, New York Mets at number two. Going number three for the NL East, I have the Philadelphia Phillies, who I actually do not have making the playoffs. I just feel like the loss to Hoskins, Harper being out half the season, and the lack of depth on this roster is going to cost them. And I feel like a team that, like, kind of on the come-up is going to snake bite them and beat them out by, like, a game for that last spot. People forget that the Phillies only won 88 games last year, so that they, it was one of those got hot at the right time moments to get to the, the World Series. So I do think they take a step back this year, even with the addition of Trey Turner, which is why they finished third. Uh, up fourth, I have the Miami Marlins, and I'll put the Nationals too to round out the analysts. The Marlins and Nationals are both going to be bottom dwellers, although I think the Marlins have a shot to win like 75 games because they have a lot of proven offensive hitters and like they're not as young as usual but they're not they don't have like the talent that the top three teams do um i think they're by far better than the nationals even though i think the nationals have more of like the prospect game so they have more of the rebuild type while the marlins are in like a weird spot so i think this is the nl east uh same as last year but the only difference is i don't have the phillies making the playoffs so moving on now to the nl central we got the Arizona, not the Arizona Cardinals, that's a football team, the St. Louis Cardinals defending their crown and winning the division for the second straight season. The Cardinals, I think, are the only true like, contender in this division, like the Brewers, Cubs, Pirates, Reds. Like I don't think any of them are true contenders, and they have a v- very, in my opinion, underrated roster, like outside of Goldschmidt and Arenado. Edmund and Donovan are really good. Their outfield's good. Jordan Walker just came up. Their pitching is a little questionable. I'm... Almost like predicting they're going to make a move at the deadline for a quality arm. I would bank on Jack Flaherty, but we th- it's a lot of unknown. But their bullpen's very good. Adam Wainwright's still there. They got some quality starters, but I don't know. They're like I don't know uh, without making a quality move at the deadline, but I think they are going to. And this roster just from top to bottom is one of the better ones in the National League. And plus this division is so bad that its they might win this division by default. Uh, Next up, we have the Chicago Cubs, a surprise at number two. Hear me out here. The Brewers, I'm going to get them in a second, but the Cubs made a lot of quality, like, veteran, professional moves, like with the Cody Bellingers, Danji Swanson, Jamison Tyone. So, I know they lost Wilson Contreras as well, but they they were starting to be on the come-up last year. They have like Chris Morrell, they have Seiya Suzuki, Ian Happ. They have quality players. They don't really have a superstar, I feel like. Like the you Swanson signed a mega deal. Not a mega deal, but he signed a big contract. But I don't think he's a superstar player. But I think they take a step forward this year. I think it's like I think it's the year three under David Ross, so you're going to have to start seeing some improvement. This might be a little bit of an uptick here, but I have the Cubs finishing in second. I don't have them making the playoffs, but the Cubs are my number two team. And right behind them is the Milwaukee Brewers. The, I have spoke to ad nauseum how disappointed I was with the Brewers off season. I know they added William Contreras, but they lost a lot, um, and I feel like the, this third place finishes because there's a lot of rumblings with Corbin Burns and other players about like trade rumors and like are they going to get moved off? And I feel like the Brewers won't hesitate to be sellers at the deadline, and they will struggle to be buyers because just the way they they run their thing with payroll and all that stuff. So the Brewers are in third for that reason because I feel like the Cubs will overtake them eventually in like mid July. The Cubs are in a like a weird spot, but so are the Brewers. But the Brewers, in my opinion, have more guys they're going to ship off, like the Corbin Burns's, Willie Adamases. So those guys off the Brewers makes them worse than the Cubs. And just like the NL East, I'm going, with the NL Central. I'm going to just put the Pirates in the Reds. Um, Pirates have like O'Neill Cruz and Key Brian Hayes. And I just got an alert that they might be signing Brian Reynolds long-term, but that would be pretty cool. And the Reds have Hunter Green and Jonathan India. But besides that, these teams are just not good. And not a lot of expectations out of them for what feels like the 6th or 7th straight year. I know the Reds were good a couple years ago, but let's be honest. They haven't really been a true contender in about 10 years, which is unfortunate, but it is where it is. Moving on to the NL West now. Um, I think this is the year. I think this is it. San Diego Padres take the division. I just, from a talent standpoint, they are like a lot better than the Dodgers, I feel like, this season. And like adding Bogarts, having Soto for a full year. Their rotation is, like I I would talk about the lack of depth, but they do have six quality arms, like if you include Lugo, Martinez, and Waka. So that's not going to be as much as a problem as people think it is. And like I said, the, the top four of that lineup is, insanely good look like with Tatis, Bogart, Soto, and Machado I didn't even mention Jake Cronenworth and we're already at an all-star lineup so the San Diego Pirates at number one number two um just the Dodgers uh, they're not gonna fall that far uh they still got Mookie Best they still got Freddie Freeman their, their pitching is always going to be good they are factory over there um the, I just think the Pirates are going to be the best team in the uh, National League I have them as my one seed so the Dodgers finishing at two isn't the end of the world so, uh, Dodgers at 2. Not much to say. We all, we all know how good they are. And we all know they're saving up for Shohei Otani, which should terrify the entire league. At number 3 and finishing in my 6th wildcard spot, or my 6th seed, is the, you guessed it, Arizona Diamondbacks. I truly think this team makes the playoffs. Merrill Kelly and Zach Allen is a good one-two punch at the top of the rotation. Uh, their lineup is flooded with young athletic players with Jake McCarthy, Corbin Carroll, Catel um, Marte, Christian Walker They added Evan Longoria as a veteran They have so much young talent And I feel like it's going to really come into fruition this year And Corbin Carroll is going to lead the troops Like Julio Rodriguez did last year for the Mariners And the Arizona Diamondbacks are taking that Sixth wild card spot you heard it here first Finishing out this With the fourth and fifth spot I'll go four and then five because it's a clear difference I have the San Francisco Giants I think this team will be pesky I think they're going to win. finish with a winning record I just don't think they're better than the top three teams above them. Um, they have some pieces, like Mitch Hanniger, Michael Conforto, Ross Stripling, are three moves they made this offseason that I thought were very quality. Obviously, they missed out on Carlos Correa and Aaron Judge, but I like, expect them to be in the Otani sweepstakes next year, and I just think they're going to be one of those pesky teams that's going to be in the wild card hunt to the end, battling with the Cubs, Phillies, and Diamondbacks, uh, and even Brewers, I guess, but... Uh, Giants, like, they're going to be, like, a tough out, but I just don't think they have the true star talent, or talent in general, to beat the three teams in front of them. And, rounding out the division, is arguably the worst team in the National League, the Colorado Rockies. Uh, I like, like, Chris Bryant, I think he's going to have a a comeback season. Besides that, they don't really have much going for them. Ezekiel Tovar is a pretty good rookie. Um... But yeah, just the Rockies don't have much going for them and Yeah, it's just it's a shame that this just keeps happening with Colorado. They gave money to the Cardinals for Nolan Arenado. They don't trade Travis Story and then don't sign him back. They'll qualifying off for issues they've had and it just doesn't feel like they really have a true identity of what they want to move and go forward with. So the Rockies are probably going to be the worst team in the National League. Okay, moving on now to the AL division predictions. Uh, We're going to start with the East, go to the Central and West, same deal. Uh, The AL East, in my opinion, is the best division in baseball. I truly think all five of these teams have a shot to make the playoffs. Um, Some more than others, obviously. But to lead the pack, I have a new winner. I have the Toronto Blue Jays. The Toronto Blue Jays added Chris Bassett. They added athleticism with Dalton Varsho and Kevin Kiermaier, something they truly lacked. And I think another year of maturity for this team is going to go a long way. As well as John Schneider from the jump as the the manager. But the Blue Jays, I think they overtake the Yankees. I think the the early season injuries for the Yankees are going to cost them in the long run. I still think the Yankees are a quality playoff team that's going to make a deep run. But the Blue Jays, I think, are the division winners. And I think that they just have the most talent on the roster. I feel like this is the year they finally put it all together and finish and finally take the AL East. At number two, I got the New York Yankees. Even with the injuries, they have a lot of talent still. They call up Anthony Volpe. Um, I just think they, they just have like such a winning culture when it comes to the regular season and, they, and obviously the 27 championships. But in recent memory, the regular season, they've had an over 500 record. It feels like every year of my lifetime. That could probably be wrong, but it feels like that. Judge is going to lead the way. Volpe is going to give him a spark. Derek Cole's an Iron Man. They, they have a lot of reliable players at their star positions, and that's going to result in a lot of wins. They probably win ninety five to ninety seven games, and make the playoffs like they do every single year. And speaking of being all reliable, even though everyone counts them out, the Tampa Bay Rays are finishing third this year. Um, they're going to win eighty eight to ninety one games. I do think Wanda Franco has to make a big step and. He will. I just think he has got to stay healthy. Same with Brandon Lau. Their pitching is really good. I I like the Drew Resmussen, Shane McClanahan, Jeffrey Springs, Zach Eflin top four. You could throw in Luis Patino and eventually Glass now will be back. But the Rays are just going to Tampa Bay ready to death and win games, (laughs) throwing 12 pitchers and scoring three runs. Like They just do it every single year. I'm not going to count them out. But like always, I think their talent will stop them from being better than the Blue Jays and Yankees. This is a toss-up I had. I have tied for fourth technically in the bottom of the AL East. I have, why can't I find it? Ah, here we go. I have the Orioles and Red Sox. I think they go both go like 82 and 80 or 80 and 82. The Orioles really disappointed me this offseason by not getting uh quality bats to really make a run for the playoffs. And the Red Sox lost Sander Bogart, so it's going to be hard to complement that and replace that. But I do think that, like, I love Masataka Yoshida. I think Chris Sell might bounce back. Travis Story will eventually be back. And they have some good players. Same with the Orioles. And they have, the Orioles probably have the the best player out of the, actually, no, never mind. Rafael Devers is the best player out of the two teams. But Ali Rushman can be well on his way well to that. So they have places to build both of these teams. But I just feel like they leave something to be desired when it comes to this season. So they are fourth and fifth in my division, but they would arguably be the second the second team in the Central, So, which is nuts. Moving on to the AL Central, actually. Uh, they're going to keep it, the Cleveland Guardians. I was tossing up with them and the Twins, but I'm like, Andre Semenes just got a nice extension, but that has nothing to do with this year because he was going to play on this team anyway. They're just really good at having an identity and knowing what they are. Um, even like the McKenzie injury hurts as well, but like, like always, they just find ways to win. They find pitching. Shane Bieber is still there. Emmanuel Clase is still dirty. Joe Rams, a superstar. And I just think knowing what you are is so important in sports and the guardians are Kings at that. And that is why they consistently win ball games. and they're going to take the AO central again. Finishing in second. I have the Minnesota twins coming off a disappointing year. I do think they missed the playoffs again, but They'll finish over 500. I just think this team is very average. They, they're they very, like, besides shortstop, they're, like, Buxton's really good, but he just can't stay on the field. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Their rotation, Joe Ryan, Pablo Lopez headlining it, that's not bad. It just, they're not better than the Guardians, I feel like, and the top three teams in the East are much better than the Twins. So that leaves them at a disadvantage. So Twins at number two, but that's more for the fact that this division is just not very good. At uh, number three, I think the Chicago White Sox are just, they are what they are. Their offense is solid. Losing Jose Abreu and not replacing him is going to hurt them more than anyone thinks. And the rest of this roster just leaves a lot to be desired. Like, they still don't really have the greatest defenders. They don't run the bases that well. They rely a lot on power and a lot of unlocked, like, un, like locked potential. Luis Robert hasn't really lived up to what he was supposed to be. Eloy Jimenez has, has to stay healthy this year. Uh, Tim Anderson's the one guy that really has been who we thought he was going to be Moncada's coming off a terrible year my Gardala's coming off a terrible year so if you want to bank on those guys bouncing back I get it I just don't this team just has so many fatal flaws that they didn't fix this offseason which is why I have them third in the AO Central and then fourth and fifth that seems I can do this with a lot of divisions Royals and Tigers I, I give the Royals a slight edge because they have uh, better prospects and better young players um, I don't know what these teams do the Royals just are going to be bad. Like for the it feels like seventh straight season. Ever since their World Series run, they haven't really been good. The Tigers are might be the worst team in the American League outside of the A's and have, I believe, the worst prospect pool in baseball. Um, not fun days for the Detroit Tigers and Kansas City Royals. But the Chiefs and Lions are pretty good. So if you want to watch football in those towns, go ahead. Uh, moving on to the AOS now. Uh, Altuve's hurt. Doesn't matter. Houston Astros taking the division. Uh, they're just—they're such a wagon, such a, such a machine, and th- this division, I think it's a, not a tad overrated, but I just think the Astros are still the class of this division even without Altuve for the first two months. Like Braggman's still there, pain pain is in year two now. Alvarez, uh, I, the loss of Verlander is going to hurt them in the beginning, but I just think, like I said, they've—they set such a culture with Dusty Baker there, post AJ Hinch. And they just know how to win ballgames. They know who they are. They know that they're the team to beat. And they embrace that. And it's really helped them. Uh, I don't have them as my one seed. I think I have the Blue Jays. Yeah, I have the Blue Jays as my one seed. But the Astros are the two seed. And rightfully so. They're probably going to win 90 to 100 games like they always do. At number two and making the playoffs. The Los Angeles Angels. I know that they've been... Historically, in the last 10 years, very underachieving, very underwhelming, very not good, very bad. But I do think there is a little something to Mike Trout going to Team USA and experiencing that playoff baseball to give him that extra bit of hunger to get there. And I I think he's talented enough, obviously, to do that. I also think this Angels team is pretty good. Like, if you don't want to rely on Anthony Rendon for health, I get it. They got Brandon Drury. They got Gio Rochella. They Luis Renheaval can slide to third. They got guys to replace Rendon if he gets hurt. If not, they're depth pieces that can move around. I know Jared Walsh is not on the, the uh, injury list, but you could put Drury at first. Like I think that they did a really good job this whole season of just adding quality players. I love the Hunter Renfro move. Tyler Anderson's a good pitcher. Patrick Sandoval showed his his bones in the in the Mexican uh, for the Mexican team. Obviously, Otani is there. So and the, what's lost in this is the fact that they have the two best players in baseball. And this is going to sound very obvious, but they had like a 16-game losing streak last year. I was I went to one of the games. If you cut that down to like seven games, there's a shot. They stay in the race longer and become buyers of the deadline. And who knows what happens? Obviously, that happens. Like baseball, you can't lose 16 straight games and expect to make the playoffs. But the Angels... I think from a roster standpoint, they're pretty good. Like, they're better than the Twins. They're better than the Rays from a, a roster standpoint. When you have the two best players in baseball, that is what's going to happen. So, Angels, I have making the playoffs. And finishing slightly ahead of the Seattle Mariners, who I also have making the playoffs. Um, I, I This was a toss-up with the Mariners and, and the Twins. But I just felt like, in the end, um, you know, the Mariners were just a better team. And... Julio Rodriguez is the best player out of both of these teams. Their pitching staff is dirty. And, you know, just... I think the Mariners are going starting to go on a run of just being a really good baseball team. I just don't think they're at their Astros level yet. And I think they could have added one more bat outside of Tasker Hernandez, but I I digress. Mariners, good baseball team, will make the playoffs. Coming at number four, the Rangers. I think they're still a couple years away, but obviously Aaron Jacob deGrom is a plus um Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon they got a good lineup just their, their depth is lacking and is they're just not better than the three teams in front of them but the future is bright there the, I, they're spending money they're going for it and maybe next year they'll like lap the Mariners if Otani leaves the Angels obviously they, they, they lap the Angels but for this year I think they comfortably finish in fourth but like at like an 81-81 record and then the worst team in the American League is the Oakland Athletics. The A's, a couple years ago, won 86 games. Now, I don't know a starter on their roster. Kyle Muller, starting opening day, he would not make the rotation in about 10 teams. No offense, Kyle Muller, but, like, he, the, the roster they have together is just not good, and it's not, it's a shame that those fans have to deal with this in the, probably the last couple seasons they have in Oakland, because they're going to be going to Vegas, but it is what it is, and it's just a shame. They're, they might be the worst team in baseball, them and the Rockies, so... The AL West and my AL division prediction. So for my playoffs, I have the Blue Jays, the Yankees, the Guardians, and then I have the Astros, the Angels, and Mariners. So it would go one Blue Jays, two Astros, three Guardians, four Yankees, five Angels, six Mariners, and then, yep, so on to the playoffs. Okay, so starting off with the nationally playoffs, as my one seed, I have the Padres, two, I have the Cardinals three I have the Braves four I have the Mets five I have the Dodgers and six I have the Diamondbacks uh so that leaves us with Dodgers versus Mets and Arizona Diamondbacks versus Atlanta Braves for the listeners at home I have a screen if you want to head over to YouTube be my guest but the Dodgers versus the Mets uh, the Mets are the better team here I think they're just better roster so I think they win this game um the Dodgers, like, a, a, this is kind of, like, a weird year for them. They still have stars, but they didn't, really go for it, it feels like. And I think other teams are better than them because of that. But they'll be back when they probably get Shohei Otani and ruin all of our lives. But anyway, the Mets move on to the NLDS. The wildcard round, I think this is the the Diamondbacks, like, Cinderella season kind of ends with the Atlanta Braves, who are trying to win a World Series, just like the Diamondbacks are, but the Braves are probably closer, or much closer. And they get the win, and they go up against the St. Louis Cardinals, in an NLDS matchup of the Padres versus the Mets and the St. Louis Cardinals versus the Atlanta Braves. We have a rematch of last year's wildcard round with the Padres and the Mets. Two really good teams that went at it. Neither game, ne- yeah, none of the games were really that close last year. I believe it was like 7-2, 4 nothing, or 5 nothing, and like 6-1. Like none of the games were close. Um, I just think this is a dogfight. I think the Mets prevail I think the Mets beat the Padres here I, I like their front end pitching more than the Padres and Verlander and Scherzer who knows what's Senga but those top two guys can really carry a series um the Mets in my opinion have kind of an underrated lineup I think a lot of people are selling them short because of their lack of power but they make a move at the deadline and who knows what happens but I think the Mets are going to the NLCS where they play the winner of the Cardinals versus the Braves where this might be the series of the year I like both of these teams from a roster standpoint. They match up position to position. Like, Austin Riley Nolan, I do like coin toss. Paul Goldschmidt and Matt Olson, like, Goldschmidt's better, but not by much. Um, Sean Murphy and Wilson Contreras, like, that's pretty close as well. You can go on and on and on with these positions, but I think in the end, I have a weird feeling the St. Louis Cardinals are going to prevail. This roster is just way too good. And I'm not saying the Braves don't have a good roster, but I don't know. It feels like this is the Cardinals' season, and I think they go to the NLCS to play the Mets in a 2006 rematch. And just like the 2006 (laughs) matchup, the St. Louis Cardinals prevail. The Cardinals, I just have this weird feeling this year that they're going to make a move for a big-time pitcher at the deadline. I don't know who that pitcher is going to be, but if you add a star pitcher to that race, and hopefully Jack Flaherty stays healthy... That lineup is going to take care of itself, and I think Jordan Walker is going to be a difference maker in a lineup with two MVP candidates already. So my National League champion is the St. Louis Cardinals. So moving on to the American League, uh, I have the one seed Blue Jays, two seed Astros, three seed Guardians, four seed Yankees, five seed Angels, and six seed Seattle Mariners. Uh, Angels versus Yankees. I think the Yankees take the series. I think they're the clear-cut better team. They know how to win in the playoffs. Aaron Judge is a stud. Garrett Cole is a stud. And I think just like, I'm not huge on experience, but I think that the experience here is such a mismatch that I think they get it done when it comes to playoff atmospheres. But I'd be shocked if the Angels won just because Otani and Trout carry. No, but I think the Yankees are a bad matchup for the Angels when it comes to just the class of, Making the playoffs every single year to a team that just made it for the first time in what feels like forever. So Yankees take the the, the wild card round and move on to the ALDS against the Toronto Blue Jays. Next up, we got the Guardians versus the Mariners. Um, I think the Mariners get to the ALDS. I think they they beat the Guardians. This is probably the I don't know if the worst matchup for the Guardians, but from a pitching standpoint, this might be the only team outside of out in the wild card round. That would match up with them as a pitching staff. Um, maybe the Yankees, but I just think the front end talent with Bieber and McKenzie—you you can't really go wrong. Obviously, Colin Rodon's great, but we'll we'll see with Rodon. I know this is a playoff prediction, but it's it doesn't matter. It's a it's a moot point because it's not the matchup. But the Guardians and the Mariners—I think the Mariners take this series. They're the better offensive team, and I think that's going to be the difference maker because they both have good bullpens. They both have good starting rotations. They are both coach very well, and they both do a lot of things well, but just overall from a talent standpoint, the Mariners have a slight edge in the offensive department, moving them to the ALDS. Where we now have the Blue Jays and Yankees, um, this is, a, I guess, a surprise matchup for some people. I don't think a lot of people have the Blue Jays this far. I feel like a lot of them kind of, a little down on them this year. I'm not, though. I have them beating the Yankees. I really think this is the year that they put it all together and make a deep run in the playoffs. And the Yankees, their offense is good, but outside of Judge and Rizzo, like, Stanton, is he on the downside? Down is Donaldson, we already know, is on the downside? We'll see you have with Torres. And, like, you're trusting, like, a rookie and, like, harris Abader who's career league average hitter, if not below league average. So, I think that, like, unless, like I said, Oswald Cabrera might make an impact, but overall, it's Judge and Rizzo and Torres. Those are the top three guys. Um, and the Jays just have more talent from top to bottom. And I think, like I said, if they put it all together, they can really do damage this year. In the other game, I have the Astros and the Mariners. Uh, Astros do it again because the ALCS for the feels like 10th straight year, but it's probably like eight. Uh, they just they're just like I said, they're such a wagon, such a machine, and just will get it done. This is a rematch from last year. If you remember, though. That series could have easily been 3-0 Mariners because Jordan Alvarez hit the walk-off home run. They won 1-0, and then I think they won 18 innings. Like It was some crazy stuff that happened that cost the Mariners their season, but the Astros defending champions get to the ALCS against the Toronto Blue Jays. So now for the ALCS, Blue Jays, and Astros, I have the Toronto Blue Jays winning the American League and going to the World Series against the St. Louis Cardinals. Like I keep saying... This team is poised to make a big run, just like I feel like the Carlos were poised to make a big run. Um the Blue Jays just like their rotation. Manoa, Gosman, Bassett, if Berrios can figure it out, oh wow. say Kakushi, if he can figure it out, they just they're even if those guys can't, their top three is so good. Their lineup is deep, they, like I keep saying, they added athletes, and they just become a they became a very well-rounded team, which is something they very much lacked in years past. So my American League champion for the 2023 season is the Toronto Blue Jays. So now for our World Series, we got the Blue Jays versus the, the Cardinals. If you go by position, Kirk, Contreras, probably Kirk, first base, probably the Cardinals. And then we can go on and on and on about that. At the end of the day, I think the magical run for... The Toronto Blue Jays gets it done. I think the Toronto Blue Jays win the World Series this year. I think they, they hoist that trophy up. Like Vlad Jr. said last year, I think this is going to be the movie year. Uh, I just don't know if he should be saying that because it hasn't worked out yet. I just think this team is kind of being underrated when it comes to a roster standpoint. on Like the Dalton Varsho move, Chris Bassett. I keep bringing up these guys. Kevin Kiermaier. They're not crazy moves, but it was an, a fatal flaw that needs to be fixed with the Blue Jays. They already have star power, Bo Vlad Jr. Vlad Jr. in a walk year, or what it feels like a walk year because of contract negotiations. He's gonna be playing with a chip on his shoulder. Bo fresh off a new contract. Matt Chapman's a really good player. They just, there's talent all over the field. Josh Schneider seems like the perfect guy for this team. And the Toronto Blue Jays are your 2023 World Series champions. Before we end today's video, I'm gonna do my award predictions now for the Cy Young Rookie of the Year and MVP. We're going to start with Cy Young. Uh, Out of the American League, I have from your World Series champions, Kevin Gaussman, Toronto Blue Jays. Kevin Gaussman was one of the best pitchers in baseball last year uh, from a war perspective, and I think he builds off that. I was going to go with him or Manoa, but I decided to go with Gaussman. I think he's overall got more of a track record than Manoa, but like I said, either one of them could have won, so I just went with Gaussman. I like his stuff. I like his upside, and I think if he can dominate... There's no reason why he can't win the Cy Young. So, Kevin Gausman, my Cy Young of the American League. Moving to the National League. Speaking of walk years, Julio Orias of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's been one of the best pitchers in baseball and might be the most underrated pitcher in baseball for a long time. He, like, consistently feels like he wins 20 games. I know he won it a couple years ago. He's, he's their best pitcher. And now, without Walker Buehler, I think he'll get more praise and more media-like attention and I think because of that it sways some voters and they really recognize his talent and vote him for the Cy Young of the 2023 season moving to rookie of the year this was a tough one I didn't want to go chalk with like Corbin Cowher and Gunnar Henderson so I didn't and with the American League a guy I have been raving about for a couple weeks now Masataka Yoshida of the Boston Red Sox Masataka Yoshida Seems like a guy that does everything well. Show a little bit of pop. Great contact player. And I think he's going to be a big reason why the Red Sox are kind of in it. And I also think that he has all-star potential. With that being said, this might be going out on a limb a little bit. I know that some of the guys in the Orioles are really good. Anthony Volpe's up. But I truly think Masataka Yoshida is going to win Rookie of the Year. And I think the World Baseball Classic was just a preview of what you were going to see for his career. Moving to the National League now, I went with a little bit of a crazy one. Like I said, I didn't go Chalk, I didn't go Corbin Carroll, but I went with a guy that I know is going to play every day and has a tremendous upside and plays in a very favorable ballpark, and that is Ezekiel Tovar of the Colorado Rockies. Tovar, he's going to play shortstop every day for this team. He's guaranteed at-bats. He plays in a great ballpark, and I think because he's going to be comfortable playing every day, his talent's going to show, and he's going to really show out and win Rookie of the Year. I don't think the Rockies go anywhere this year, but I think Ezekiel Tovar is a bright spot. Moving to MVP now, the the fun one. I went out on a limb here, and I took Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani, it's hard to pick anyone but him just because it took Aaron Judge hitting 62 home runs to beat Otani, and i don't see anyone having a historic season in the american league besides his teammate mike trout maybe but i just think otani it just the ability just to be consistently dominant if he was dominant in one of them he'd win mvp but he's dominant in hitting and pitching so it makes it a no-brainer to pick him for mvp even if it's boring but so shohei otani is my american league mvp uh moving to the national league now for the last thing of this video i got manny machado winning the national league mvp He's due for one, he's never won one, and boy does he deserve one. He mans the post every single day. You're going to see Tatis come back and I feel like he's going to have that like you forgot about me mentality. I also think with expectations continually continually rising for the Padres, I think he's a guy that's going to live up to it and embrace it and really take it well and play probably have his best season of his career and win the National League MVP. So that is it for my prediction video. Uh, we got baseball tomorrow, guys. Or we got baseball today, actually. Now, by the time you're watching this, I am so excited. I hope you guys are, too. And I hope you guys enjoy the ride. We have two episodes every single week during baseball season. And I can't believe it's here. Preseason's season's over. off season's over. Now it's go time. And I will see you guys next Monday with some game results. See you later.